Are you ready to launch? Yes, let's go. Welcome to Lawyers Who Launch, the podcast hosted by two law school besties who practice law and are now ready to inspire and empower you to take positive steps in your professional and personal life to find joy and fulfillment. When Amy and I were in law school, we knew we needed to network, but we did not know how to network. The stress to do something we didn't know how to do was overwhelming. But after three years of law school and then over 10 years in practice, we cracked the code. We now want to share our success with you, and this is why we wrote the Law Student's Guide to Networking. In order to network efficiently and effectively, you need a strategic plan. The Law Student's Guide to Networking book breaks down all of the steps necessary to implement a strategic networking plan so that you can actually spend your precious time building your professional network. Visit lawyerswholaunch.com slash store to get your copy or buy a copy for the law student in your life and give the gift of success today. Hi, Amy. Hi, Haley. Today, we're going to talk about taking time to reflect and reset professionally. For me, it seems like there are times where this just seems more natural. The start of the new year, after a review or promotion, and for me, ever the student, the end of the summer and start of the fall all seem like a good time to reflect and reset. When we talk about reflecting and resetting, we are talking about making the time and taking the time to reflect on where you are in your career or law school, where you want to be, and what steps you can take to get there. The first step and the key step, and this bears repeating, is to think about where you want to be. I like to start with five years from now as the first milestone. Five years is a good point because if you're in law school, you'll be out and done with the bar. And if you're a practicing attorney, the five-year point is not so far away. Time has a way of sneaking up on you, but it's also not so close. I like this five-year increment for the same reasons. Five years has this interesting balance of being within your grasp but you can make so much happen if you're intentional with your thoughts and your plans. So taking this five-year outlook, what do you want your life to look like? Be as specific or general as you want. It's all helpful when you're reflecting. Maybe you know that in your personal life, you want to be a parent by that time. How does that affect the way you think about your professional path? Maybe you know you want to travel as much as possible in the next five years. Write that down. That's a great jumping off point for the next steps we will discuss. For some of you, maybe the next five years looks like hustling hard in your current position to make partner. Whatever your five-year goals look like, they are very personal to you. Avoid thinking about what you should be doing or what you should want for your career. What do you actually want for you? This can be especially challenging when we feel like there are so many other influences on our career. A career in law really can offer a variety of paths that you can take. You may be working toward making partner in a law firm, working in-house for a corporation, 
owning your own firm, or pursuing a career in public service. It's important to make sure you're working toward the path you want your career to take. But that can feel overwhelming. Haley, where would you begin? One way that you can begin to do this, which is what I personally do, is through journaling. As we have talked about a lot on this podcast, I really like making lists, and this is no exception. I find that when I journal in a sentence structure, I sometimes get hung up on the writing and distracts me from my purpose. I'm working on it, but I'm not all the way there yet. But for goal setting, lists inherently work really well for me. Making lists for goals and then the steps that I need to take to achieve those goals is an incredibly useful tool. I love the idea of journaling, but for me personally, after an initial brain dump, I find some prompted journaling would probably be more helpful to help direct my thoughts and help me really dig into what I want and where I see the next steps in my career. As you reflect, it's important to remember that your career doesn't exist in a vacuum. It affects your relationships, finances, and even your geography. As you think about your career path, Think about how these choices may affect the other areas of your life as well. Absolutely. Once you've gotten clear on your goals, the next step is to identify the actions you need to take in order to achieve those goals. For my fellow type A list-making goal setters, this may seem like second nature. But for others, take a look at what your journaling has revealed about the career path you want to pursue. Now ask yourself, what do you need to do just in the next year, to get you closer to that goal. Keep in mind that your path to your goal may not and does not necessarily need to look like someone else's path to the same or similar goal. This is your journey. And at the end of the day, you need to stay true to yourself. As obvious as step two may be, step three may be surprising. If you've drifted away a bit doing something else while listening to this episode, come back to us for this one. Step three is to identify what you can discard. What no longer serves your journey? What can you clean out and get rid of? What can you cross off your list? The best example of something so many of us can get rid of is negative self-talk. I don't mean that you need to replace your thoughts with rainbows and sunshine. Law school is hard. Being a lawyer is hard. Life is really, really hard sometimes. But treat yourself like someone you love and be kind. An honest perspective is so important, but a bad, defeatist attitude simply will not serve you and will not get you to your goals. The way you speak to yourself is probably one of the most critical pieces to achieving your goals. But there are other practical things you can discard as well. Maybe for you, ordering your groceries online and having them delivered brings you hours in your week that you can devote to something else that will serve your goals better. Maybe you turn your phone on Do Not Disturb every night at a certain time and get rid of those distractions after hours. Amy, I love these ideas because not everything has to be so serious and thoughtful. Perhaps simply designating Wednesday night as a DoorDash night makes a big positive impact on how your week goes. This is why we keep talking about how this is so personal, because it really needs to be whatever works for you. This brings us to our last step, commit and embrace the journey. 
Once you have spent time going through this exercise and have clarity on your goals, how you will achieve them, and what you will discard, it's time to commit to them. A big part of that commitment is to embrace the journey. There will be bumps in the road. It may not turn out how you planned exactly. And I'm certain that you'll have to readjust along the way. There's joy in the journey if you allow yourself to find it. Now, Amy, we've reached that time in the episode again. What are you going to say out loud for the first time in 2022? I'm going to revisit my 2021 goals this week and really reflect on why some of these goals were achieved, what strategies worked, what strategies didn't, and what goals were simply unrealistic. I feel like this will be really helpful for me looking to my 2022 goals and how I'm going to work to achieve those. What about you, Haley? I'm going to take a little bit of inspiration from you. And this week, I'm going to look and see what is one thing I can do to make my week just a little bit easier. I think that's a great way to start 2022. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Give us a follow at Lawyers Who Launch on Instagram and check out our website, lawyerswholaunch.com for more on resetting and reflecting in the new year over on our blog. Have a great day.